0: Time. Great. Bishop and
1: the Council
0: Round up. About an hour and 20-minute meeting last night. Uh-huh. But, uh, it, um, you know, trucked right along. A lot of good debate, important issues. Alderman Chuck Redpath, he's the uh, committee of the whole chair last night. Definitely kept the train on time. Uh, even taking a moment to uh, reflect on... Um, a tragedy in the community. Um,
2: Would we, I'd like to take a moment and have a, a moment of silence for the victims of the Bun tragedy. If you'd please join me, please.
0: Thank you. Good to do that. Just uh, take a moment, pause, reflect. There are people in this community um, directly impacted by that. Uh, They had a vigil last night. Um, I would imagine uh, you're going to see more remembrances. Um, Just a, a tragic incident all around.
1: Yeah, it is, and and we'll get Chief Winslow's reaction to that too at eight ten, along with the uh, the other messages that we're passing out. You know, as far as safety goes for Fourth of July and more. That uh, Chief Winslow will be with us at. But it was a, it was a day that changes everybody. I mean, uh, there 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 are certain benchmarks here of being in this town. You and I have for a long time. You know about you know the day of the Capitol shooting and right. the day of uh, of the Roby ending with with a plane crash to to boot. That day in New Berlin. I mean, they're just things you you just don't forget, and that's one that I'm never going to forget.
0: No question. Uh, But city business continues. Uh, Alderman uh, Redpath as the chair of the Committee of the Whole. Moving on. Uh, Is
2: there anyone that would like to remove any of those ordinances for committee consideration?
0: After reading a whole bunch of them out loud that nobody Uh, could hear.
2: Alderman
1: McMiniman.
0: Then you can't hear Alderman McMinniman. Like And that went on for a moment. And it then almost al- sounded
1: like you said Alderman McMinimum.
0: <laughs> it did. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah McMinimum's uh, mic wasn't working. You couldn't hear it. Mr. Chair?
2: You're making a motion to discuss him tonight, or is there, is there a second?
0: And this is the problem with having some aldermen remote, others live in person. <laughs> you get these situations. Second. Okay, well, is there a second? Oh, well, there's some confusion, actually. <laughs> yep.
2: Doris, and they're raising their hand. Hey, can they unmute them, please? Door, uh, uh, we're, not hearing, uh, we're not hearing them. We're not hearing them. I can't hear them. I need to hear them. Hold on, Doris, if you can hear me. We're not hearing you guys.
1: Duh. We've
0: been there. Yes, <laughs> we have. been dealing with all kinds of audio equipment problems. You know, what's going on here? Uh, there's some problems. Uh, mic check. Yeah. Mic check. Oh. Mic check. Uh, one, two. That might that mic worked. Um, which by the way, for audio files out there, don't tap on the actual elements area of the microphone when you're testing it. Tap on an arm or something. You know? because uh, right. you could damage the audio element. Anyways, um
2: uh, moving on, here's Red Path. Everybody stand by for a minute. We're having some issues. We'll get them cleared up here in a second.
0: Called technical difficulties. But then uh, there was a candid moment while they're continuing to try to work on the problems. It's
2: so
1: good to be back and see
2: all you folks. <laughs> well, well, we if we had John Fulgenzi here, we'd have all-male review. Oh, no. <laughs>
3: You oh, boy. Me? Oh, wow. You guys got your little
2: club going on. We're going
0: to have one. <laughs> have a little uh, mail automatic mail review. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh,
2: I mean, no. you guys. No, yeah. Yeah. we can
0: yeah, hear that now. it now. Oh, okay, so now everybody can hear him after <laughs> red Redpath talked about it, all, mail review. all right, just wanted to get that out there, a little uh, moment of levity, uh, of course, when it comes to dealing with technical issues at the city council. But, as I said, I, even though they spent a good 10 minutes on that, Chris, Uh (laughs) they moved right along to get into some important debate. (laughs) Very very good. This is an issue that has come up time and again year after year with the council roundup, and it deals with insurance. I'm not talking about what happened at CWLP last year with the uh, $6 million malfunction. Of course, insurance covers that. But the insurance plan—you've got to get a new one, right? Every year, that's how the insurance companies work. They sure. re-up things year to year to year while there's a new uh, um, a new term coming up for the city's insurance for all of its properties. Twenty twenty
2: two forty three, an ordinance approving payment to Troxel and Company in an amount not to exceed to be announced for the property property insurance policy for thirty nine city Springfield properties he for he just, a one year term for the office. Did
0: he of just say TBA? Utility. Yeah. The price to be announced? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, Why would you
1: vote for something that you don't know what it costs? Here's Alderman Hanauer. Go ahead. I know we're in a crunch,
2: but I I don't like the idea of having to uh, uh, wait until the council meeting to get the numbers. So uh, if we don't get it, if we don't have the numbers next week, early next week, uh, publicized, I'm I'm sending it back to committee.
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't blame them. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> this could be an expensive insurance
1: policy. Yeah, we, not- sh- we should have this by now, John.
0: Well,
4: you know, I, I tend to uh, agree with you in some aspects of that, Alderman, but the problem we have isn't that we're not trying to get them. It's just that insurance companies, you know, we've been fighting with them for the last month, but they've been saying we're only doing our June.
0: Well, I don't know if that's... Okay, that's one insurance company saying Yeah, right, this. right. Yeah, exactly. Where's, there's where's, where's, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Where's the bids? Hanauer said he knows one that's ready to give a price immediately. I've had calls with other people for years on this issue. Every year it comes up. Yeah. And there's people who say, listen, there's insurance companies over in Decatur that they do this type of mass large you know, buildings and cities and large companies, and they do these sure. insurance claims, and they could turn this around real quick and probably even come in cheaper and so on. Hanauer uh, pushing the issue. You
2: know, to me, this should We've
0: been working on this for three months. I understand
2: that. But if if we had gone out for, let's say we go out for bid for this, they would have a date they would have to have it by. And I think that, that, you know, I understand they have, you know, with COVID and everything, but we should have this by now.
1: Yeah, Ralph's right. Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Um, So moving on, uh, you know, Hanauer, of course, raising that issue. Alderwoman uh, Doris Turner, who's been around for many years, uh, as you know, I've been watching the city council for many years, pretty much reiterated exactly what my thoughts were.
3: This is the exact same conversation that we had last year. It's the exact same conversation we had the year before with the exact same answer. So perhaps. If we were talking about a bid instead of a renewal, we would have a different conversation and a different outcome. Yes. I think that it's just ridiculous that we are asked to vote on a on approving a payment that we have no idea what that payment is and may not know until I'm hearing Tuesday, which is the day that we're going to vote
1: on it. So... BCS, baby, better customer service. That's what we want from our insurance people.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, don't leave them hanging on what the cost is going to be and get it out just the day that they're supposed to take the final votes. Oh, boy, that's rough. Uh, so that's where uh, that debate went. We might hear more about that in the future, as um, Alderman Redpath said, uh, or Alderman Hanauer, rather, said that he'll push this back into committee if they don't get a number. So maybe that will change the conversation about uh, next year and actually putting out for bid the insurance provider for this. Uh, Coming back, we're going to get into um, a back and forth and a heated exchange about diversity on boards and commissions. Uh, And, uh, of course, one of the guests that we had on yesterday, uh, it's kind of wrapped up in all the middle of this. uh, So we'll hear about that coming up as well. And fireworks and liquor we'll get to that before the end of all this. We got uh, plenty here, of that in that's our neighborhood. Our neighborhood. That's, well, um, that's what I'm hearing. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Back to the roundup, and uh, uh, we have a revelation here that Fritz has texted saying he finally agrees with Doris Turner, so that's very nice.
0: Yeah, look at that, huh? Um, Everybody can see in a moment of clarity. Um, We're going on now, moving fast and furious. I'm telling you, it was an hour-plus meeting, but they tackled a lot of issues, and even Alderman Redpath was a little confused as if uh, they lost some pages of his agenda.
2: Mr. Clerk, did we skip some ordinances? No, no. No, no, no. not that I know. Of. No. Going fast,
0: Chuck, rolling along.
2: I'm doing, I'm doing my best, girls.
0: Chucka, 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 Get that train on tap. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, so um, now we got to get into the heated debate. No oh, it's not coming. A couple of ordinances were brought up. Appointments to this person for that board and appointments for that person to this board. And uh, one was put on debate agenda. Another one was tabled. Uh, different ordinances, different people, different boards and commissions. But there was also a couple of measures that dealt with changing who is eligible for boards and commissions. One of them requires an individual to be a resident of the city of Springfield to be on a board or commission. Another one says that somebody can't serve on two or more uh, boards or commissions that can only serve on one board or commission. Uh, and we talked with uh, one individual about this yesterday, uh, and his name was brought up again last night. But uh, here's Alderman McMiniman starting the debate because those two ordinances changing who's eligible were brought up and put on consent agenda. Uh, here's Alderman McMiniman amidst all that debate.
5: Uh, I think we should vote up or down on those nominees for whatever whatever reasons we want to give for an up or down vote as individuals, but not create a new rule that automatically blocks some of them from consideration.
0: He says, kind of changes the rules of the game in the middle of the game.
5: When we, we place when we go out and get our signatures for petition, we think that that we know the, what the rules are for for running for office, and how do we how do we feel like? If after we put our nominations forward to run for office, some other body changes the rules about who can run for office. Now they want you to be a resident for two years in your ward or three years in your ward or six months in your ward. Would we like that? No, I don't think we would. So I think it's just a matter of fair play.
0: He moved on to try to amend one of the ordinances to make that, um, you know, specifically start on a date specific instead of just being... You know, uh, for everybody moving forward, because there's at least four, five, six, I don't even know how many um, appointees that are stuck in committee right now and have been stuck in committee for weeks. Uh, so they've just been hanging on a line waiting for sure. whether or not they're going to be able to serve in a voluntary capacity on these boards or commissions. They've been waiting for weeks. Sure, we talked to one this week. Absolutely. So um, the motion to amend these measures...
2: Here are no second, the motion dies. Is there any further discussion on the ordinance? <laughs> just real quick, Mr.
0: Alderman Gregory? So, uh, yeah, the motion to amend didn't, uh, didn't make it through. Uh, Alderman Sean Gregory said the, the changes need to happen now.
4: Um, and I think any time for a, a good change in process that's going to you know add some diversity to our city always has to be made right then and right now we can't wait and um you know i, I personally don't know any of these these candidates, but the process of where we're trying to move the city forward, um, I think has to be changed, you know, immediately as, as,
0: as we come across them. We're going to get more into this debate, including a heated exchange between McMiniman and Alderwoman Turner, and uh, some people had the gavel pulled out on them and called out of order. So uh, anytime that happens, you know that uh, it's definitely a heated debate. So we got that coming up, plus we got conversation about liquor licenses and fireworks. It's all in the way here. Yeah, and, uh, about an Hour long. Uh, again, hats off to Alderman Redpath for keeping the trains on time. Really do um, appreciate having short, concise meetings that are full of good debate, which is what we had last night. Uh, on the issue of boards and commissions, a bunch of people still in limbo, been sitting there for weeks during this uh, COVID pandemic. And uh, many of them, by the way, have been attending some of these meetings, even virtually. Each one of these meetings, waiting for them to be called up and asked questions, and have their appointments debated in any way, or to provide uh, information about their background and so on. And these candidates uh, haven't been able to, to to talk yet. They haven't been able to uh, be asked questions by Alderman. There's just been a lot of uh, back and forth about. Well, now we're debating changing rules for who can be on boards and commissions. Uh, so here's Alderman McMiniman on uh, one candidate in particular that's been stuck in limbo uh, that's up for a particular board.
5: Uh, Dean Graven, I heard his interview on one of the radio stations this morning, and wow, what superb qualifications and credentials he had.
0: Pretty sure he's referring to the interview that we did with Yeah, um, I hope so. <laughs> we
5: love you, Joe, man. Don't be listening to us.
0: Uh, more from uh, Alderman McMinniman.
5: So it looks like this process that we're calling a uh is really a blocking move that's the way i think the public will look at this that we're blocking um craven from serving because i think basically all the other nominees um survive this blocking move
0: yeah um uh-huh. because the you know, dean is somebody who's on the zoning commission right now and he's been appointed to a housing group that's going to be looking at uh, housing and increasing uh, family-owned units in Springfield. Uh, So he's going to possibly be on two commissions. Uh, But, you know, the measures that they're dealing with now would change that moving forward more from McMiniman. I
5: think I wouldn't vote for him to uh, be re-nominated if he, I think his term on the zoning commission expires next year. And so it's kind of some overlap. I think he wants to be able to... Have a chance to do some really good things on that housing council. He's got the experience for it. More from McMiniman. Changing the rules in the middle of the game. I don't whether you're playing basketball, football, or, or or politics. It's it's just a bad precedent, and it makes our council look not the best, in my opinion.
0: Alderwoman Turner chiming in, uh, who's been pushing for um, both of these measures to change the um, qualifications for who can serve on a board of commission.
3: My conversation is about the composition of those boards and commissions to ensure the best outcome for the citizens of the city of Springfield. And we cannot have a best outcome unless we have diverse voices at the table. If we continue to have the same people with the same background, who live in the same part of town, who have the who have the same relationships, we're going to find ourselves spinning our wheels in the same in the same place.
0: Good point. We want diverse set of opinions um, on boards, commissions, and even on the council. I mean, that's why we have um, an aldermatic form of uh, council, because we want to ensure that people from all over the city are on the council to, um, I mean, there was a civil rights lawsuit about it, for crying out loud. So sure, uh, that's why it's so important to have uh, diversity. Um, Alderwoman Turner continues specifically about Dean Graven. I'm
3: familiar with Dean Graven. As a matter of fact, I, I know that he's very interested in housing uh, on the East. Side of Springfield. Uh, a couple years ago, I attended a meeting with him and then Auderman Gail Simpson, where he uh, he pitched a proposal to us about uh, a proposal that he had for building houses on the east side of Springfield. So I understand that he has that passion. He has he actually has something in the hopper ready to go and And that's great,
0: and so you continue to reiterate the importance of having a diverse set of opinions um, as we talked with Dean Graven yesterday, he said he's able to bring all kinds of opinions, it's not just him sitting there, he's able to have the broad network of home builders across the states to see what's going on elsewhere. the banking groups uh, and and a variety of other industries all kind of who he's been talking with for for decades now. Uh, and his uh, experience, so he, he he really believes that he can bring that to the table, but we still have this measure that would possibly block him from uh, getting on that commission. Uh, Here's where things get a little heated. Alderman McMiniman, we'll hear from Alderwoman Turner, and we'll also hear from Alderman Redpath trying to get things back in line.
5: Speaking of diversity, as I recall, three of the seven were African-Americans. And so then we expanded the uh, Housing Policy Council to uh, seat number eight. And as I recall, Mr. Mayor, wasn't the eighth seat then filled by an African-American? So now we have four out of eight of the Housing Policy Council that are African American, and Alderman Turner is making comments like we need more diversity, and I just find that kind of unusual.
3: Diversity in people. And so, diversity does not only uh, include you know,
5: race. I'm
3: talking about diversity. Diversity does not only include race.
2: Alderman Turner, please let him finish. Please let him finish. I'll let you speak.
3: I am not a one-trick pony. My job is not to ensure. Turner, please. My 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 job is not. <laughs> to ensure All that African-Americans are on boards and commissions. Diversity relates to age, oh uh, race, geography, educational background, uh, uh, economic Turner, status. It, it runs the gamut. And uh, don't All try the to Turner, pigeonhole please, me into I'm um, just please. standing up for the black people of Springfield. Oof.
1: Wow.
0: Oof. Yeah, that was, that was a little heated. Despite the chair of the committee, um, wanting to bring some order. (laughs) Uh, I mean, listen, you know, we have Robert's rules of order for a reason, um, regardless of the passion behind the debate and regardless of what the issue is, it could be about, you know, diversity or it could be about whether there's enough coffee in the, in the break room, regardless of the debate. They need to be civil and in a certain order, and that's what Alderman Redpath was trying to do. He was just trying to, you know, bring order. You know, use the gavel, sure. Point out you're out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. Um, we, the reason we have these rules is to ensure that people's voices can be heard. Alderman so, Turner was having none of that. She, was, she wanted to say her piece. Um, yep. So after she said her piece, of course, after being told she's out of order multiple times, uh, Alderman McMinneman was given a chance to talk. So the
5: point I was just trying to make was that I think the mayor's tried to do a good job in getting broad representation on the council. And the other point I was trying to make was that I just think it's a bad idea to change the rules in the middle of the game uh, on the nomination process. And um, lastly, I, I do think Dean Graven is now standing nominee, and I'd like to see him get, get on the board. It. So, all of a Now you may speak.
3: Uh, I, I think everyone heard what I had to say. Thank you.
0: It was out of order, but okay, um, we did hear what you had to say, other yeah. woman Turner. Uh, and speaking of diversity, a listener just texted and said, uh, "Interesting question about diversity." Uh, And looking at the city council in particular, and since we're not looking at race as part of diversity, looking at all things as part of diversity, Uh, city council has about 60 to 70% of state employee or retired government employees on the council. Oh, wow. Think about that. I didn't realize how high that was. All right. City council has about 60 to 70% of city or rather state employees or retired government employees on there.
1: Sure. But, but, but again, the city's 40%, right? city's largest employers, small private business owners, by far.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Right, we have a large right. state employee contingency, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah but it's only, uh, you're right, it's only about 20% of the hospitals are 20%. It makes up like 40%. So, know, interesting point in about
0: state. diversity raised by a listener, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely wanted to just float out there. Sure. Um, moving on, here's more of this ongoing debate. That's
3: one person that sh- certainly holds a lot of power when it comes to zoning and housing in the city of Springfield. More so than any of us. For the
0: most part. That's Alderwoman Desenso. But the mayor fired right back and said, oh, that's a misconception. These uh, board members, yeah, they may craft policy for Springfield, but they're not the final determinants.
4: Actually, the uh, sounding board, the final decision, the ones with all the power of the city council, as you're doing your hold them in committee.
0: See, and that's what they're doing right now. There's dozens of, uh, you know, applicants or uh, nominees for boards of commissions that are being held in committee. Right. So, <laughs> the, the aldermen have that right and even with zoning if the zoning commission puts something forward they can reverse that the the aldermen are the final uh, arbiters of this sure um actually i guess the courts ultimately are but well yeah right but, right um, we, we all know that <laughs> now a couple of quick things here um the, we're now into new business unfinished business essentially the end of the meeting alderman redpath uh raised something with mayor langfelder
2: as you know, with the Corona stuff, we've uh, gotten behind on a few things. There's, uh, I understand, 80 liquor licenses pending, uh, and we can't get those folks in. 80 liquor licenses pending? 80? What? Um, Mayor Langfelder reacting that's
4: First I've heard of it So I guess Are they selling liquor are you say 80 people without oh, licenses <laughs> I mean really What they should do Is uh, Todd Oliver, We will we'll take behind. care of it I mean that's ridiculous I mean personally I think uh, We'll take care of it tomorrow <laughs> This goes for Any business Any government to use the coronavirus to as a excuse not to provide services is totally ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, man, you missing I, I, my point. That's what I'm saying. You I mean, my point. I mean, so if there is 80 licenses, now I'm the liquor commissioner, and nobody calls me up and tells me that. I mean,
2: that's totally ridiculous. Well, you better talk to Todd Oliver because that's where I got the information from.
0: all right. Todd Oliver is a. Um, involved in this process but the mayor is the ultimate decider on uh who gets a liquor license and um city council votes on that of course but the mayor continues yeah. here we'll take care of it all right
4: that's so that's all you have each one of them call my office so i can get their name <laughs> and uh, business and well, we'll take care of
2: it you're you're attacking the wrong guy here i wasn't attacking you no, I, was I was just, I'm yeah, just saying the that if, the if right. there's a if there's a clog in the wheel mayor <laughs> i'm just trying to get the, the clog out
4: of the well, wheel. we're just trying to get it that's why i don't believe in filters you know no go-betweens you need something done uh
0: get to the mayor's office and get it done. Who's this Todd Oliver guy? So, when
4: it's dealing with a liquor license, I think there's only one liquor commissioner, and I don't think his name's Todd Oliver. I think it's Jim Langfelder. So, they just need to come straight to the mayor's office. I'm not
2: trying to do that. And uh, this is
4: for everybody, for the media to put out there. If someone's not getting the service that they think they deserve, call the mayor's office at 789 2200, because we're here to serve the public. Who do they ask for? We'll take the information and we'll get to the bottom of it. All right. Thank you. That's Thank all you. I'm asking you to do,
2: Mayor. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Whoa. Yeah. Things got a little heated last <laughs> night at the end. Well, speaking of heating things up, fireworks rubbing everybody the wrong way right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Chris Murphy all the way to Alderwoman Dor- uh, Kristen DeCenso.
3: It is all night, every night. I already heard one. I heard one at 538. I wrote it down. And they <laughs> go on until about starts. 4 in the morning over here. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have provided few addresses of where these are being shot off. It is all over the city. It is not just in Ward 6. And for veterans with PTSD, this is an issue. For pet owners, for kids, pe- parents with young children, I understand it's the 4th of July on Saturday, but this has been going on for a month. Can we please try to do something about these fireworks?
1: Well, we need some diversity to that list. Cranky old middle-aged talk show host, too. Add to that. Stupid fireworks. Here's uh, the mayor.
4: We'll follow up with the police department sheriff's department and see uh
2: what can be done? We're going to have to hire a lot more people. If we're going to all them babies down. <laughs>
3: well, Mayor, I hope you're complaining to your aldermen. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think you just heard me. I'm invited him over for the fireworks display at my house.
0: <laughs> hope that's licensed, Chuck.
1: Yeah, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mr. Redpath,
1: go. you got a license for those fireworks?
0: There you go. That's your Council uh, roundup from last night. Sir.
1: Pretty good stuff. Yeah, it was great at the end. It was just like a good movie.